0: I really wasn't letting God be in the middle of it that much. You know, I was really just trying to go off of intuition, uh, go off of what sounded good. And I wasn't really going with where I felt like God was like leading my heart. And as I was getting closer with God, I was also feeling that I was getting further away from this goal of being a physical therapist. You've got a dream to glorify God and make your mark on the world. Maybe you want to grow a business, start a ministry, or become a better servant leader. Whichever level in life you want to hit, I believe that God's calling all of us toward something greater than where we are now. So join me as I document my journey to learn how to grow an online ministry in ways that are effective, biblical, and aren't stuffed with complicated religious or business mumbo jumbo. My name is Alec Hassan, and welcome to the Digital Ministry Mastermind Podcast. Hey, what's going on, Current Christian Family? It's Alec here. So this is another one of those episodes where I'm cooking dinner and I got hit with inspiration and was like, oh, you know what? May as well record a podcast right now. So sorry for the audio quality. I'm not using my headphones right now to record this, but I just really wanted to basically just kind of share a bit of my own testimony, just the journey that um, that I kind of went through when writing the in Your Purpose book. And I actually have like a few snippets of the audiobook that I've put on the on the podcast here. So if you want to listen to it, you can pause this right now, go back, you can listen to the first few chapters absolutely free. But in the book, I actually don't really get the chance to talk about my journey because I was in the middle of my journey while writing the book. So it's one of those weird conundrums where it's like how in the world did Moses write about his own death even though he's the one that wrote Exodus? It's like what? It's you know, one of those conundrums even though I think, you know, scholars say that when in the book of Exodus, you know, it was other, other people that kind of finished up that part for Moses because obviously he wasn't there to write about his own death. But anyway, <laughs> so basically like just to give you a bit of a backstory of who I am and what I went through. Um, so I, I went to college to study to be a physical therapist. It was one of those things where I really wanted to help people. I wanted to get a career that allowed me to help people. And I also wanted to get a career that ensured I got a job right out of college. <laughs> that literally was like the two biggest criteria there. And then also, you know, being a doctor, you know, there's that stigma, there's a, there's that assumption. Should I I should say that uh, doctors make a lot of money, and unfortunately, you know, that is not seeming like the case anymore. I won't get into details of that, but just stuff with like how insurance companies and things are working. Doctors are really getting the short end of the stick nowadays, but. Anyway, that was the three things I wanted to help people, I wanted to ensure that I was getting a job, and I wanted to make a lot of money doing so at the same time. Um, But at the core of it, honestly, the main real core reason why I was going to school to be a physical therapist is because I was afraid that I wasn't going to be able to be successful if I did something different. You know, before going into school, I was really passionate about making videos and doing YouTube videos and... I had even actually made some money with like Google ads and things like that, which is crazy. Cause looking back, that wasn't really a thing at the time, but now everyone, everyone's making YouTube videos and expecting to get paid with advertisements. But at the time that wasn't a thing, but even then I was still like afraid to pursue that because I was like, well, just because if I, let's say I went to school to be a di- be a director, if I get out of school, it doesn't mean I'm going to be successful at it. Ah, oh, like what could guarantee success? And I was like, well, being a doctor, get good grades, go be a doctor. You make a lot of money. And as you can kind of pick up through through this whole process, um, I, I really wasn't letting God be in the middle of it that much. You know, I was really just trying to go off of intuition, uh, go off of what sounded good. And I wasn't really going with where I felt like God was like leading my heart. And I was really you know, I was doing mission trips and stuff in high school and middle school. So I had a pretty close relationship with God. But the thing that was cool is when I went to school, my relationship with God just got so much deeper. And I was very fortunate to run into some good friends and have an experience where I really felt like literally, I really felt God was leading me somewhere. And that's a whole another story for another time. But I followed that intuition and someone came up to me and was like, hey, this is really weird, but are you a Christian? And I was like, oh yeah, I am a Christian. And they're like, oh, you should check out this church. And that's how I began getting a little bit closer with God. But as I was getting closer with God, I was also feeling that I was getting further away from this goal of being a physical therapist. And it was like this weird inverse relationship going on where it was like, I kept getting closer and closer to God. and. I kept doing internships and different like part-time jobs in the field that I was studying because at school and college, you have to get these like shadowing credits where it's basically like, instead of getting like class credits, you would get those last extra snippet of credits by interning or working at a job that was close to the field that you were studying. And the thing that's really cool, not a lot of people know that second part. I just think you have to intern at the position that you wanna do. No, that is not the case. You can actually, like I was doing physical, or no, I was doing, I interned at a physical therapy place, and then I was like, you know what? Physical therapy is really not for me, but I still had to get the credits for it. And then I was like, okay, well, personal training. I'll get certified, be certified personal trainer. I'll work as a personal trainer, get paid while I'm getting my school credits. So I did that, and I was like, wow, not really feeling personal training either. And then I was like, well, my dad, if you, you guys may not know this, but my dad, he's um, he's a podiatrist. So he specializes in the foot and ankle and he does like surgeries and stuff like that. So I was like, you know what? My dad and I are very, very similar. That's one of the reasons I wanted to try to pursue him being a doctor. And I was like, he does surgery. Maybe I could do surgery. And got this crazy great opportunity to be um, an I uh, oh, what's it called, a recovery technician And a recovery technician works at the eye and tissue bank. And for those of you who don't know, the eye and tissue bank is basically the place that will collect and store different tissues and organs. And well, specifically the eye and tissue bank just works with like, uh, like muscle, skin, eyes, tendons, things like that. They don't, they don't handle the organs and stuff, but they had a position open and they were really looking for someone to hire. And, I had all the credentials. Honestly, like I was already in, I was in college for it. I was, uh, had CPR certified personal training. Like I had, I, I I I was like showing these guys. I'm like, you know, I'm good to go. I actually, I, I can do this. I can do surgery. And I was thinking doing surgery on someone who was already deceased would make things a little bit easier, but honestly, that was a little, eh, a little weird. Um, not going to get too deep into that because, my brother, he hates when I talk about when I was working as an at the Iron Tissue Bank. He gets very squeamish at it. Um, and so, anyway, yeah, I did that. I was getting paid really well with that. But again, I was like, man, this is not for me. I'm still not feeling it. So that journey of like doing all those different jobs, and then now, now it's coming up to graduation, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm graduating with a degree in a field of work that I do not want to pursue. What am I gonna do? And then from with cra- just crazy circumstances, I, I started getting back into doing like online videos, like YouTube videos and stuff, and managed to get uh, on set to be a background actor on, on a movie that was being filmed in, my, in the area that I was going to school at. And it's really cool, because uh, on that movie set, I actually ended up meeting my wife, Who at the time, you know, I didn't know she was going to be my wife, but I just knew I was like, oh, I got to talk to her. And so that's kind of cool how that ended up happening. But we didn't get married right then and there. Many, many months, whole year, you know, a lot of time of uh, her and I dating. And meanwhile, you know, so now I'm now I'm graduated. I'm still living in the area. I'm trying to start up my own online ministry. I'm just doing random side jobs just to pay rent and buy groceries and stuff. And eventually, like hit a point where I kind I I had to move back home. I couldn't just stay out there. Um, so I did the whole thing of you know going moving back home, living in the parents' basement, and it was really a huge hit to the ego. You know, there's that there's that whole stigma. You know, of the the kid living in his parents' basement type of thing. And I thought I was like, like I don't know. I was like, you go to school, you get a degree you get a really good job. You start buying a house, you get a wife, uh, the house and the wife thing. I don't know which one comes first, but you know, that that was like the progression. And I had fallen in love with this amazing woman who's now my wife. And I was, you know, talking with pastors and stuff while I was still living by the the college that I had went to. And I was, I was, I was planning to propose to her. And then now I'm this guy living with his parents again in the basement of all things, literally in the basement, and I was like, ah, so just feeling really down and just doubtful of myself, and feeling really like just in a low space, and was also like, well, I want like I want to propose to this girl. I'm not trying to put this off, but like we can't live in <laughs> the basement and stuff, and it was just like a lot of stuff going on. My my mind was in a million places at once. And I just remember just like being in that basement and just praying, just being like, God, like, what do you want me to do? Literally, I'm like, what do you want me to do? I feel like I'm doing all these things. And he kind of reminded me of this quote that uh this, that, this one pastor that I'm friends with, Chris Honus, he's uh, in Syracuse. I was meeting up with him. He told me this quote, it's back when I was very all over the place and I was really struggling with the whole idea of like graduating with a degree that I'm not going to use. So I'm doing all these different things, working all these different jobs. And he's like, dude, you know, all these things aren't, you know, necessarily bad. I just think they're not necessarily necessary. <laughs> so I love that quote. So God like reminded me of that and starting to feel a little bit better. And I was like, okay. Okay, I'm doing too much. Okay, so what should I do? And I was just like not, I just wasn't feeling anything from that. And I just kept asking like, God, what should I do? What should I do? Like, (laughs) tell me, man, what should I be doing now? And after some more venting, then it just like led to this realization of like, I think that's what the problem is. I'm focusing on what I need to do instead of who do I need to become? It was such a crazy shift. And I was like, all right, so like, who, sh- who should I be trying to be? Like, who should, like, like, how do you start with that? Like, you know, like how, like there's, you know, this Bible verses of like being made in the image of God and like being made more like Christ every day. And I'm like, I okay, but like, I'm like, I need something more tangible. And then I just felt this affirmation just this like positive force from the Holy Spirit, where I was like, go, like look at, like research it, like figure it out. And I'm like, okay. And at the time, you know, I still, I was doing my current Christian YouTube channel. That's how the ministry started. And I'm thinking like, cool, this could be like for a good video series. And I'm like doing all this research. And then it's like, what, be, what was originally just gonna be a script for one video Became a script for a couple of videos, and I was like, "Oh, this, yeah, I could do a few. I could do a series of videos. This could be a cool thing." And it went from a series of videos to like a very in-depth training, and then I'm like, "Okay." And then it went from that to like, "Holy cow!" I'm like, "I have a book. <laughs> I've a, a book is forming out of this. This is crazy." And it was really cool because it came out of a place of me just needing to just better understand like who God was making me to be and a, the byproduct of that was just this planting your purpose book and it's just it was just like it came at like the perfect time because it it truly like after having gone through that process of writing that book and then going through the material itself it was a thing that helped me both to realize like like I feel like a lot of our doubt and a lot of the reasons why we as human beings make the decisions that we do is because it's rooted in how we view ourselves. So for example, like someone who grows up on the streets, um, is in a really bad neighborhood. There's this, there it's been shown that there's this mentality of like, like I'm, I'm this type of person, you know, like people refer to themselves as being like hood or gangster and stuff like that. And they're like, nah, I'm just, you know, I'm hood. Like this is, this is where I'm going to be. This is what I do because, because I'm hood, you know? Like, so it's like, when it comes to making certain decisions, it's like, well, no, I'm not going to listen. And I'm not going to listen to this type of music. I'm going to listen to this other type of music because I'm hood. And that's what hood people listen to. Or like, I'm going to, I'm not going to like let that comment slide because I'm hood and hood people don't forgive things like that. And, you know, it's a very awkward example there but it's like that's just uh something that like came to mind very recently and when it came to like leading the current christian ministry i was super doubtful at the time i wasn't getting a lot of traction on social media and stuff like that it was one of those things where i felt like god wanted me to start this ministry and i'm doing it and i'm like well where's all the success where it at <laughs> now i'm living in the basement you know what's happening did i make the wrong choice and God, come on, man. I really thought this is what you wanted me to do. And, <laughs> but going through the material, the material of the planting a purpose book, I'm like, Oh, like, yeah. Like I'm like, I'm the fit for this. Like I, I was, I felt not doubtful of like who God made me to be to lead this online ministry. And then also when going through it in terms of like being the right person, like, being the man, a man ready to be a husband, like that whole thing with relationships and marriage. It's not this thing of like, oh, this person is. This is just my voice that I do. Oh, this person, they're like, they're like the puzzle piece that fits in the part that's missing in my life, or like, oh, like I'm broken and their brokenness happens to just fit in my my brokenness, and now we're both not unbroken, full people. It's like no. Uh-uh. <laughs> The only thing that feels the brokenness is Jesus in our lives, you know? It's like God's meant to fill that void. And when it comes to proposing, it's not, is this the right person for me? It's, you got to shift that mentality. It's, am I the right person? Am I Am I the right person to be the husband to this wife? Or am I the right person to be the wife to this husband? You know, it's total, it's not about them being the right person for you like obviously yes I mean there's definitely factors that go into (laughs) making decisions like that of you know is this the right person for me type of deal but ultimately when it comes down to like the marriage portion of it it's like are you ready to be that husband are you ready to step in the role of being a husband are you ready to step in the role of being a wife it's like these are character things and it's really cool because like honestly like not too far after um going through the book and writing it I proposed to my wife with no ring, no fancy. I actually second funny story. I'm not going to like, I, I I proposed to my wife twice and she said, she said yes, twice, which was very nice. But I proposed the first time, which I was just like, I just had to do it. I just had to propose, didn't have a ring, didn't have nothing. And then second time I proposed, I made sure it was nice and romantic. We're at a Chinese lantern fair and I had the ring and everything. And it was pretty cool. Um, but it was because after going through that book being like, yeah, like I'm the right person to be this man for my wife. And then it was like, yeah, I'm the right person to be leading this online ministry. And that's, you know, we aren't our jobs. We're not, <laughs> we're not our khakis. We're not the things that's in our apartment. Like we are made in the image of God. And when you begin to fully embrace that, like a lot of amazing things can happen. And you know, but like on understanding the specifics of like what that means, that's what the Planting Your Purpose book really goes into. All of this biblical teaching, all this wisdom that was taught by pastors spanning many different generations. Um, and to, to like conceptually know, like in your mind, you're made in the image of God is one thing, but then to have it rooted in your heart is a totally different thing. And, you know, planting your purpose book truly helps to, to merge those worlds of like taking that, the biblical understanding, like, you know, the biblical theology, and then like the actual like application and like having it happen in your life. So yeah, bam, that's kind of the, (laughs) kind of the backstory a bit. Um, I hope to be able to kind of refine it down a bit more in the future, but that's, basically like how the planting your purpose came about. It came about through just being at a super low point in my life and crazy doubting things. And hopefully that could be an inspiration for you where you begin to see that like, just because things aren't going perfectly and just because things are feeling very crappy, that is not an indication that things are wrong. You know, it's maybe, maybe, maybe you did do some wrong things that got you to where you are, but it's not, it doesn't mean that it's going to prevent God from doing some great things later on. So, and by the way, I'm not still living in my parents' basement. So boom, <laughs> that's some good stuff right there. <laughs> but Thank you guys so much for listening to my story. And, um, I really appreciate it. You know, give me some, give me the space needed to, to kind of like open up and share that with you as well. And, you know, if you got your own testimony, things that you wanna share, you can find me on Facebook, um, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff, I'd you know, really like to connect. So thank you so much for listening. If you liked this episode, uh, you know, consider subscribing. And if you liked any of the other episodes or if you think this episode is really gonna help someone who you know, then I invite you to share it with them. So thank you so much for listening and I will see you in our next episode. Are you a Christian leader looking to develop the skills needed to maximize the fruitfulness in your daily walk with Christ? Do you want to overcome the burden of not living life to the fullest and fully step into your God-given calling? If you do, then you should get a copy of my book, Planting Your Purpose, a 20-day guide to discover God's calling. It's not just another devotional book. Planting Your Purpose is your 20-day guide that will provide you with the strategies, tools, and insights to turn things around immediately. You will learn how to avoid the top five mistakes Christians make when pursuing their calling in life. You'll develop more joy in your walk with Jesus and unlock the secrets to mastering integrity. And by the end of 20 days, not only will you know your calling, but you'll have an even greater sense of fulfillment and confidence in your life. Everywhere, Christians are raving about this amazing new guide to discover their God-given calling. Get your copy by clicking the link in the show notes or by going to plantingyourpurpose.com. That's plantingyourpurpose.com.